Welcome, welcome, hello. Oh my gosh. I would have been here sooner, but my, uh, my stupid jaw dislocated. Ah, no big deal. It's hard to imagine even saying such a thing, but that was the case like two minutes ago. I kind of like yawned and then I felt something just go sideways in my jaw. And I, uh, uh, uh. I know it's ridiculous. It's been that way since I was like 19 years old. It's just a catastrophe. I'm going to need a face transplant. Kent right away throws in, that's what you get for sucking big black D's. What the hell? My God. All right. So that's how it's going to be today. Welcome to the Eric Zane show podcast brought to you. By my pals at Impact Power Sports, who sponsor the studio, Impact Power Sports. Thank you so much. They are in Rockford, Michigan. More about them in a little bit. Uh, our Christmas tree here at the Eric Zane Show podcast household slowly but surely is transforming. At the bottom of the Christmas tree, there are no ornaments. One by one, the ornaments have been being taken and um, moved to a different spot on the tree. Typically, it goes like this: we uh, they are they are put on the kitchen table by the NFK, and then I wander over and then I hang them up on the tree. They didn't start that way. They were on the bottom of the tree. A couple days ago, Darla took a dump and out of her ass came a uh, little snowman and uh, a little Christmas tree and a little reindeer uh, chewed up. Um, so a lot of the ornaments are like that, you know, uh, some are like, uh, a ceramic or a stone or something like that. And those, she doesn't really, those just like turn into, you know, uh, chew toys, but the ones with, uh, items like that on them adorning the ornament, uh, she actually will eat them and then shit out the chewed up snowman. Now, when I first saw it, I went, what the fuck? Then it dawned on me. I was like, oh my God. So then I'm like freaked out that she actually, uh, you know, got something in there that's going to cause a major issue. I mean, this, this could cause a major issue with the dog if you're not careful. I mean, uh, uh, some sharp edge or a piece of metal perforating the dog's intestinal tract is, uh, is a big issue. You know, that's, uh, Thank, okay, in that pet insurance that we have, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I maybe there's I didn't read the fine print, but uh, you know, I had a like a a, a big bill for a bunch of uh, veterinarian care, and I I remember when I signed up for the uh, pet insurance. I like uh, there's like different price points, and I was like, up, oh, 
Spare no expense. These Bulldogs, we, we've had, had a, a tons of uh, medical bills over the years with our previous Bulldogs. I'm going to follow the vet's advice and uh, get the pet insurance. So I spent, well, every, mo- every month, money flies out of the account for the pet insurance. And then the first time that I, uh, I tried to, uh, you know, submit, they responded with, uh, we will cover none of this, nothing, uh, zero, zero dollars back to you. And they gave me all the reasons why I was like, what the fuck? Huh? But, uh, I keep remembering what some of you may have said. It might've been Tyler who said, Oh, trust me. It, it, you need it. Something bad is going to happen. So I keep finding these, uh, well, first of all, the way it works is if I ever leave her downstairs alone, well, with the other two dogs, but I'm not with them, even if I am down there, she'll sneak over and grab one. We got our uh, an ornament from the Grand Rapids Griffins at a game recently. Well, it was probably a couple of years ago. It was, uh, the ornament was of Griff, the mascot, in a pair of um, those uh, uh, pajamas that the kid wore on the movie, The Christmas Story. You know, the, uh, the, 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 the pink onesie. With, with the hood, it's a great ornament. I was making the queen of the forest lunch just now, and I could hear her chewing on a bone. It wasn't a bone. She was chewing on the griff. It's, it's, uh, some type of, uh, hard, it's not plastic, but it's, it's not like stone either. I don't know. It's a great ornament. Sarah says, yeah, that is a great ornament. So uh, now it's got like teeth marks in it. All these ornaments have like teeth marks. I'm like, oh my God. So now uh, one by one, we keep putting them higher up the tree. So now on the, all the way around, like one foot up, uh, there, there are no, no, no ornaments whatsoever. And this was all brought to light with uh, snowman, Rudolph, Santa, and Christmas tree uh, chewed up in shit. We should have we should have hung that one back up. Uh, but that's that's definitely uh, uh, caused. It's always something with the dogs. It's always something. The day before, I had dog escaping. Um, now I have dog eating Christmas ornaments. Holy shit! Welcome to the show. So glad you are here. And uh, I want to get right to something that I, I, I think you're just going to love. I have a preview of tonight's Who Are These Zanes show. This is episode 35 of Who Are These Zanes, where we have been going through these old cassette tapes that I have. I uh, put them in this machine right here, this... Uh, it's, uh, like a made to look old, but it's not Vitrola, not Vitrola. Who the fuck makes this? No, it is Vitrola. Uh, record player, tape player, Bluetooth radio. And I like put them in, I roll the audio file. I record whatever is on them. And then, uh, Ben and I go through it to give you the, who are these Zanes show? So many different eras you've had, me as like a, a, a 21 year old 
You've got me in the city of Warren, which I think that we need to go over that one again, like with a fine tooth comb, really get into. That was LL Cool J on 89.1 WPHS. It's 20 past the hour of eight in the city of Warren. I want to see those phone lines lighten up at 751-FM-89. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince right here on 89.1 WPHS. Okay. All right. Now, when I say go over that with a fine-tooth comb, I mean Ben and I. But if I play that at any point in this show, it's still... It's a keeper. I, I, I've i never grown tired of the clips where I'm talking about welcome to the city of Warren. Houdini, five minutes of funk. Great song. Tension in the city of Warren. This is easy on 89.1. WPHS. We're going to tear it up. The favorite songs from your favorite artists. We've got two hours. Eight, eight till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. 751 FM 89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away. With Run DMC together forever. Hey yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, one two, two, one, two, and I say. Kenny writes, started out, quote, I want to see those phone lines lighten up. Many years later, yeah, don't call me. I don't want to talk to you. Attention in the city of Warren beca- became tension in the city of Warren. Maureen says, I cannot see Warren without thinking City of Warren. Cool. 89.1 WPHS. Always, that one I love so much because the MC Shy D song ends. That's a vinyl record. I start talking. I don't, I don't fade it down. And the next song starts and it fucks me up. So I stopped talking. 89.1 WPHS. That was MC Shy D. Before that, we had Run DMC together forever. We're going to keep it going with my main man, LL Cool J. I'm bad. Calling all cars. Calling all cars. You ask for easy rhyme. You talk to the main man. Live crew on 89.1 WPHS, your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. We're back after a long, long departure, three and a half months to be exact. We're going to keep Be going with Heavy D and the boys. A long, long departure. I don't, I don't think I know what, what that means. Amy says, I wish you had video from these days, too. Amanda says, I just can't get over how black you tried to sound. Oh, yeah, I was all in. 
89.1 WPHS with the public enemy. Adam writes, long departure equals summer vacation. We're going to keep it right here with going to get yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. Rock hard and she's on it. Now he is public enemy. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Uh, Megan says, do you talk like that in bed? <laughs> you should try it. Two in a row by Run DMC on 89.1 WPHS. This is Easy Brown. I'm going to be with you until 10 o'clock. We're going to keep it going with Eric B. and Rocky. And by the way, you need to call at 751-FM89-ERIC-B. Right. Tape was all fucked up. Legendary. Legendary. We're talking 1986, 87, 88, somewhere in there. Chris says, come on, come on, Pooh Bear. You're talking to the main man. Yeah, I, it, she tells me to shut up when it's my voice. DJ Plunkett. Is that Nick? I forget who DJ Plunkett is. I haven't seen you in a long time. DJ Plunkett is the guy who um, was the DJ at my daughter Jackie's wedding. He says, I can't believe that is you. Good black scent. You're damn right it is. That's easy rhyme. Uh, anyway, I bring this up because on Who Are These Zanes, we cover all these different eras. Uh, on tonight's show, we go back to... June 24th, 2002. Greg, Chris, and Eric got together to debut a brand new morning show on 105.7 The Hawk. Um, fuck. That was, that was high tension right there. You know, this was, this was, oh. I don't know, just opened that door behind me. It might've been a ghost. This was uh, my last stop. If it doesn't work here, if I, if we don't get success in New Jersey, uh, I had already been going through, um, when we were in Tennessee, flirting with the idea of this is just not working. This is not sustainable. What's happening here? Um, just not enough money being made. I was probably making like $28,000 a year with Greg and Chris. And uh, I was like, you know, this is, I, I want to raise a family. There's, there's, I got to figure something out. We get this gig in New Jersey. And I'm thinking this is the last stop. We don't fucking get it going here. If something really, really substantial doesn't happen here, we're fucked. I'm fucked. So we sign on this radio station, June 24th, 2002. This is how that sounds. Keg ready and crank up the fry daddy. For the Jersey Shore's newest morning show, here's free beer and hot wings. And a very good morning to you. Yeah! 
We are on the Jersey Shore. Okay, Greg sounds very different than what you're used to. He was still uh, finding his voice and all of these. That's one thing. Actually, both of them, they, they both sound very green. Some would describe it as pukey. Yes, very pukey. Keg ready and crank up the fry daddy for the Jersey Shore's newest morning show. Here's free beer and hot wings. And a very good morning to you. Yeah! We're on the Jersey Shore. Hold on, I gotta close this door. No, no, no. Come here. Oh boy. She got away from me. She went all the way downstairs. Whew. Okay. I got to play that a hundred more times. Keg ready and crank up the fry daddy. For the Jersey Shore's newest morning show. Here's free beer and hot wings. And a very good morning to you. Yeah! We're on the Jersey Shore. I don't... Okay. That's ridiculous. Yeah! I don't know why I screamed. Yeah! I think that was my way of like, yeah, here we are, ready to rock. Yeah! Uh, Greg doing that 1057 the hawk. That is the impression that we do. Chris says you're doing that because it's wild and crazy, man. Uh, Aram says, I'm guessing there will be a touch of who are these free beers. Oh, yeah. Well, in this Who Are These Zanes, we definitely have to capture the essence of what we were trying to do there, um, being that we, you know, we're working together trying to present. Um, one of the things that I will feature is a game that we played, of course, yeah! called Where's Hot Wings Head? Now, when I listen back to this, my first um, thought is, why didn't the three of us realize that it's just dumb? It's just, it was, oh God, it, it's hard to explain what was going through our heads at the time. But we thought it was uh, a great bit. Now, when I listen back to it, um, aside from the weirdo everything about this clip, I think that it was entertaining enough that it was just stupid enough that it was entertaining. I, I think, I mean, when I listened back to it, I was actually like, okay, that actually worked out, but not like the way we planned it. Like it kind of got off the rails, the bit where's hot wings head for a reason that we didn't plan on. There was some technical difficulties that actually made it funny. Yeah! So when we play it coming up tonight, you'll understand what I mean by that. Keg ready and crank up the fry daddy for the Jersey Shore's newest morning show. Here's free beer and hot wings. And a very good morning to you. Yeah! We're on the Jersey Shore. And away we went. Holy shit. I think we spent about two years actually there. 
because by July of 04, we were on the radio in Grand Rapids. And that was so fucked up. And here's why. Um, months after, months before we started in Grand Rapids, this dude by the name of Dave Brewer uh, called up and said, hey, uh, I'm uh, representing a radio station in New Orleans. But he was lying. He didn't want to tip his hand as to what the radio station he wanted. Uh, we're interested in your show. And um, I was like, hmm. And I, I said to Greg, I go, yeah, there, there's something going on here. This guy wants to, um, Pollock Media is the name of the business. He's a consultant headhunter. So we produced the tape and we sent it along. Little did we know he was representing WGRD. He took that tape of uh, and had sent it along to that radio station. And um, they had a morning show on the air called the S&M Morning Show. It was this asshole named Michael Gray, who everywhere he's gone, everyone's hated him. He was on the air with Stephanie Webb. It was right after they took over for Rick Beckett. And nobody is listening to the S&M Morning Show. Nobody. And so they're like, all right, this is fucking terrible. We're spinning our wheels here. We need a morning show. Holy shit. We don't know this. We just think we're good, getting uh, 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 kick, someone's kicking the tires of, from New Orleans. A couple of weeks pass. Brewer uh, sends me a message. He goes, "This is actually he. He spills the beans. This is actually for WGRD in Grand Rapids." I said to Greg, "I go, oh dude, this is uh, a Michigan radio station. Everybody's ears perk up, and." Um, so we're like, oh, well, this would be fucking cool. Go back to Michigan. But we're in the middle of a contract in New Jersey. We're thinking that. Hold on a second here. Oh, never mind. Uh, we're thinking at the time that. Well, we read our contract and the contract says, you know. Um, it, 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 the, the language made us think that we had an opportunity to get out of the contract because we were leaving the state of New Jersey, not in the market, not competing with our, with, uh, by going to another radio station, not violating anything. So we go up to like the company president and, um, uh, we sit him down. His name is Don D'Alessio and we go, yo, uh, this is what's up. This is what we'd like to do. And he goes, you have my blessing. We go, oh, fuck yeah, done deal. I fly here like days later and I spent a whole day with this uh, realtor named Susan Kazma. I don't know if she's still in the game anymore, but her and her husband drive me around to all these homes that I can buy. We settle on the one in Jenison. It's the very last one. Um, When I was... Doing that, like during the day, I'll never forget it because a bird took a shit on me. I was getting into the car and I, right in the back of my neck, this bird shit. And uh, I'll never forget it because she goes, oh my God. I go, yeah, tell me about it. Oh my God, bird just shit on my neck. She goes, no, that's great. Look, that means you're going to buy a house. It means you're going to get it. I go, it does not. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah, bird just shit on you. That means you're going to be able to buy a house. Who thought of that? What bullshit is that? 
She's acting like I won the lottery. I'm like, fucking give me a goddamn towel. Uh, we go to the place. I uh, shot a bunch of video of it with my big-ass handheld camcorder to show Diana. But I go, all right, um, fuck this shit. I'm buying it. I need a house. So that afternoon or evening, we went to the office and drew up all the paperwork. And I bought the fucking house. The next Monday, this chick who is actually a pal of mine now, um, Michelle, um, she's such a pal. I can't remember her last name. Michelle Stevens. Um, she comes walking into the studio. She goes, Hey, when you guys get off the air, um, can I get a minute? I go, yeah, 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 sure. No problem. And, uh, she's the guy we talked to D'Alessio. He's like, uh, one of the big wigs, but so is she. And, uh, I don't know who had more power, but we assumed that we were good to go with Don's. Yep. You're free to go. Well, we weren't, we sit down and she has a, uh, um, on a piece of paper, a letter to each one of us. One, she slides them across. She goes, yeah, uh, this is where we stand about your departure. And in the letter, it says that if we leave, they will sue us and sue anyone who is trying to hire us. So we're like, well, wait a minute. That isn't what Don told us. And she goes, this is what we are telling you. So Don was voiced, his was voiced, but it was not in writing. Hers was. So obviously Don and her and whoever else got together and they said, no, fuck that. They're not leaving. Oh, fuck me. Holy shit. This put into motion um, a whole bunch of shit. We then got a hold of, um, let me back up. Prior to that, months before, this took so long. Novak, um, well, we he became our guy, our agent, and he asked for way too much money from Grand Rapids, and they pulled the deal. They said, we're not interested now. I actually called the radio station and went over, went around Novak. I said, well, I didn't even tell Greg and Chris I was doing this. I, I, Diana really wanted to get home. Uh, everybody wanted to get home. And then I reached out to them after a couple of weeks after the plug had been pulled. And they said, I said, um, uh, we're going to take less money. And so they gave us another offer. And then I told that to Novak and this kind of got the ball rolling again. And, uh, since they weren't interested because I think Novak asked for like $3 million, like a million dollars for each of us. And there's no fucking way we're going to get a million dollars um, or some ridiculous. And I remember we were all like, well, maybe he's right, but he wasn't. It was just too much money, you know? Um, well, we figured that out. And so we had been through a lot with that. And then we were thinking, all right, let's tell the boss. So we tell them they let us go. And then, you know, I buy the house and then they sue us. They, they threaten to sue us. Oh my God. So then Novak says, I got a lawyer for you. We'll get you out of this. No problem. Okay. Who is it? 
He's up there in Jersey. His name's Jules Zalen. I think he's dead now. Uh, we go Jules Zalen. Yeah, if you look him up, if you look up Jules Zalen, Sticks, Dave Matthews Band, he's big. He got those guys a ton of money and contract disputes. Sure enough, you look up Jules Zalen. Um, he's big. I mean, he's a he's a fucking, I guess, a bulldog lawyer. We're like, oh, fuck, yeah. So Jules files a, a restraining order. So now we've countersued. And now we have to go to work every day and, and see these people. We're suing each other. Um, radio station in Grand Rapids, WGRD, says, we are pulling the offer if you don't have this resolved at at this date at this time so imagine the pressure like god damn it so we finally get on a docket like a court appearance and um it's gonna be resolved we're gonna be in front of a judge attorneys for nassau broadcasting who represents us who has our contract and us and fucking jewels this has gone on for weeks um, we get it now. Jules has changed his approach, how he's going to defend us, how he's going to get this and all sorts of fucking headaches on the phone. Hours long conversations, huge amount of money we're spending on this motherfucker. And, uh, he picks us up for court and this is an Oh four and he picks us up. And you remember that type of van I was describing that my dad had in like 1985, the silver uh, van was made and it was customized. It was a rape van, but like had cust- it was like had the, the windows all over the fucking thing and s- wild ass silver stripes. It was one of those, but it, it was more like an A-team van. He pulls up in the radio station to the radio station after we get off the air in Princeton, New Jersey, pulls that big sliding door open. He goes, come on, guys, get in a captain's chair. We're sitting in these fucking threadbare captain's chairs this hot shot lawyer pulls up in a goddamn a-team van we're like what the fuck what are we doing and it stinks smells like bear piss in there like what the fuck have you done in this thing jesus christ we drive down the road to trenton down route one into trenton new jersey state capital we're gonna be in the uh the at the courthouse this majestic fucking building we walk up into it we walk into the courtroom. Judge is not in there. Jules might as well have uh, walked in with like a fucking toilet paper on the heel of his shoe. He was so unprepared for this. Like, what the fuck are we, have we gotten ourselves into? Because the judge comes in and I guess fuckface had not like appropriately uh, filed this to be on the docket to actually be heard in front of the judge. And she, Mr. Zalen, please approach the bench. And there's a conversation. And then uh, he comes back to us and goes, yeah, guys, I'll be right back. I got to go downstairs to the second floor to the clerk's office and redo all this fucking bullshit. We're like, what the fuck is going on? He leaves. We're in the courtroom with the uh, uh, attorneys for the radio station. And it's so goddamn awkward. And for 20 minutes, the judge goes, to the bailiff, would you come get me when this is ready? And she leaves. She just walks out. It's just us and them in the courtroom, quiet. Oh, fuck me. 
Jules comes back. He goes, okay, guys, we're good to go. The judge comes back. All right. All right. Okay, sit down. And your honor, and he starts to talk, your honor, my client's here. And she goes, Mr. Allen, please. She's already written up her decision. Okay. My clients, Bill Wings and Hot Eric, he's like fucking up who we are. And he starts giving details. All they want to do is go back to their home state of Alabama. What the fuck are you talking about? All they want to do is open a carpet cleaning business. And these, and these warlords here won't let him audit a contract. Like Jules, God damn it. He's fucking everything up. Like I'm texting Novak. Like what the fuck have you gotten us into? We're getting the shit kicked out of us. This guy's a goddamn miscreant. He can't do fucking shit. Oh, Mr. Zallen, please. Order. Order, Mr. Zallen. Please cuff this man. She reads uh, what what uh, what her decision is. And it's it, we get our fucking asses kicked. We now have to go. We walk. Court is adjourned. We walk out. You know, we can shit twice as fast because everybody has a new asshole. And um, we are actually on the steps of the Trenton, New Jersey State Courthouse. They are down the, down, like, d- at the bottom of the steps, but, like, kind of, we can still see them. They're having a, a, a discussion. We're having our discussion. It's Jules and us three. Jules goes, well, what we're going to do now is we're going to appeal. We're-. And I'll never forget it because Greg's wife was there and she I never forget that she took charge. She stepped in and spoke up. First time she had said anything. She goes, hold on a minute. We're not doing anything with you. We're shutting off the meter. Our time with you is done. I was like, oh, fucking shit. This is, uh, it's about time. Somebody, it's the first good decision that had been made by anybody. We were just kind of like agreeing and going along for the ride. Well, she comes in there like a goddamn boss and says, no more. We spent, we spent probably $25,000 at this point with this guy. And he wants more time. He goes, let me see what I can do. I'm going to go talk to him. She goes, all right. So his last act as representing Greg, Chris, Eric is to go and actually walk up to them. And what he tells us that he said to them was this. Look, you just won the not leaving. How the hell do you expect to work with these guys and communicate with them in the hall? How can this be a fertile work environment going forward? Um, the guy, the attorney for them, talks and then we don't know what the dialogue is till Jules comes back and he goes he tells us what he said and he goes 
Okay? You can leave tomorrow if you agree to syndicate it back here. And we go, what? That's what he said. And I said to him, we all go, well, actually, Amanda goes, well, $25,000 later. Why? Why the fuck are we? If that's the outcome they wanted, is that all we needed to do was have a conversation about this? So right away, I start getting getting this good feeling. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. And right away, I, I remember turning away like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. We're actually going to be able to go back home. This is incredible. Now, the move was a lateral move. The idea was get out of the Jersey contract and uh, start earning the Michigan contract, which, you know, dollar and cents wise, it didn't, it wasn't that big of a, a jump in pay. We just wanted to be back in our home state. This is where it gets even more ridiculous because it was ridiculous that that's all it took to get us out of that. And then the, uh, he goes, yeah, that, they said they'll talk to you tomorrow morning after your show. And then you'll be good to go, I guess. Now, at that point, we were on, we, were, uh, we would drive to Princeton, do the show. It was heard on 97.5 or 94.5 or some shit and on 105.7. We didn't make any extra money for that, but it was on two signals. Yeah, they just want to carry your show on both signals and it's owned by two different companies. 105.7 is owned by this other ownership group. And the, uh, the people that are suing us, they're in charge of the, uh, the uh, Trenton, New Jersey station. But we're going to be on both. So the plan is move, take a week off. Hey, we're taking a vacation, New Jersey. Be back in a week. Fucking uproot all of our shit. Drive it over to Michigan. Go on the air. And then we're syndicating. And we don't speak of it. We don't say that we're not there. Um, and it worked. I mean, like for a long time, New Jersey thought we were actually in New Jersey because we never spoke of it. We just moved the show. And then there was some, uh, there was a lot of boring behind the scenes shit of how we made it work um, between both stations because we were playing music then. So we would say, all right, we're Freebird Owings and here's Fallout Boy. Um, but when we would do that, the Jersey stations would start playing like 38 special song. And then we would rejoin, uh, when it, every time we'd talk, but here's the kicker this is the best part. We finished the next day's broadcast and we have this meeting with this lawyer who was suing us. And all of a sudden he's very nice. And, um, we go into his office and, uh, he was so nice. We brought up, we go, well, you know what? Cause what he told us was so flabbergasting and I'll get to that in a second. We're like, well, Jesus Christ, this is so weird for us because this is working out, but just, you know, you were, you were going to sue us. He goes, sue you. And we go, yeah. He goes, Oh, we weren't going to sue you. We were going to, we'd get our ass kicked. If we actually sued you, we weren't going to sue you. We we're just, we we're just posturing. What? Um, we sit down with this attorney. Now, our plan was just, okay, let them take the show for 
however long they want, and then we just leave. They can they just just use the show, do whatever you want to do. We were under the impression they were going to um, keep the show. They actually said, we're going to keep the show until we find your replacement. And then you're off doing your thing. We're off doing our thing. That's when they interviewed Joe Piscopo. They actually brought fucking Joe Piscopo in to take over the show, but he was a fuck. And they said, no, no, let's just stick with Freebird Um, But we're sitting down at this meeting, and for several weeks after that, even months after that, we thought it, we were st- our time in New Jersey was limited. It was going to end, finite. It wasn't. It, they ended up sticking with it. But they did say, he goes, okay, while you're still on in New Jersey, now we just have to figure out what we want to pay you or what or what we need to pay you. And we go, we're in this, the three of us are looking at each other. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? We go, pay us? He goes, well, yeah. I mean, you can't just, the lawyer is giving us money and we're confused. This is not how radio has ever worked ever. Think about this period of time. In 18 hours, we went from the outhouse to the penthouse of, I had to sell that house. Okay. In fact, not only I uh, sell that house, I had ended my lease with, I had to find a new place to live in New Jersey. I had nowhere to go with uh, three little children and a broken hearted wife because she couldn't go back home. She was very broken hearted because her mom was dead and the dad was alone, Jerry. So it was all, it was so much fucking crazy shit. Um, yeah, yeah. We got to figure out how much fucking money we're going to give you. What the fuck are you talking about? And, uh, I forget what they gave us. I think it was damn near like $80,000 or something like that. No, I take it back. Eventually the contract level got to that, but I think they gave us like, well, they, they gave us enough that it was a substantial increase in pay. And we're like, what the fuck? Now we had not, we had made no money in radio at this point. None. We we're broke. Broke is a joke. Uh, I had to borrow money. Howings always had cash. He came from a very wealthy family. So he always had like, um, he wasn't making any money, but he had hundreds of thousands of dollars at like age 25. So I go, motherfucker, I need money for a down payment. So he gave me the cash for a down payment on that house. And I, I paid him back. Thank God. Um, I think, no, I did. Um, so that's how we made it happen. Um, but yeah, they, they gave us all this fucking money. Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. So now we go back to Michigan. We go to Michigan, and now we're on three radio stations. Nobody has any idea we're in Michigan. And then six months pass, and these companies say, hey, we want to keep the show. Oh, okay, cool. So then we come up with a contract. Thus, syndication is born. This is right at the same time that uh, prior to all this happening, Opie and Anthony fucking got fired. Howard Stern left. So all these radio stations opened up across the country. Boom, we're in business. They start putting us on his... On our own, we're syndicating it. No one's spending any money on it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's remarkable that we did this all on our own. And then, uh, and then the rest is history. 
Kenny says, do you think that comment about how do you expect to work with these guys moving forward day to day is what ultimately made them consider the syndicated idea? I don't know. If so, maybe that $25,000 was worth it for that guy. It was. We look back on our time with Jules and say, hey, it worked out. And that's that's what lawyers do. Hey, you got the result you, you wanted. It doesn't matter how we get there as long as we get there. You got it. We're like, yeah, okay, thanks, Jules. Uh, Halbing's always said he worked for every dollar he had. Interesting. Oh, come on. No. Uh, Halbing's came into the deal with hundreds of thousands of dollars at his disposal. His dad was a fucking brilliant management mind at GM. His dad's worth tens of millions of dollars. Hot Wings has always been extremely wealthy. Uh, Kenny says it's really awesome how that all worked out. Oh, yeah, it was it was a fucking time. God, was that incredible. Um, and that's and that all started with this. Keg ready and crank up the fry daddy for the Jersey Shore's newest morning show. Here's free beer and hot wings. And a very good morning to you. We're on the Jersey Shore. Wait until you hear this tonight on who are these Zanes. Uh, It makes me cringe, but it's kind of exciting considering what we just talked about. There's a lot of history to that show. Those were, um, that was before shit got weird. You know, obviously. Uh, actually, I had a, a, a much worse of a temper then. <laughs> I used to come in and get pissed off about things and like kick shit and break stuff. And they would get so goddamn mad at me. What are you doing? You hothead? Yeah, I know. <laughs> We had like this cabinet, this metal cabinet, and uh, I, something fucking happened that I didn't like. So I, I put my foot into it, and there's this huge dent in it now. God damn. All right. That happens tonight. You must re- uh, go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane to get it as we do it live because there is a, a live stream that that's the first way to get it, you know, because the audio podcast doesn't come out till a couple days after that. Um, so go to patreon.com slash Eric saying sign up for free for seven days. Okay. You must do that. This is a, a, uh, a historic piece of audio. Our first day on the Jersey shore, Ben and I are going to break it down. Who are these Zanes happens tonight all right i have an update on great food giveaway four with tampons but before i do that i want to say that for all the people that are enjoying the show on facebook x and youtube i must send you on your way the rest of the show is available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app. And then search Eric Zane Live, all one word. 
and you will see this show going on right now. It is on every day, Monday through Friday, uninterrupted on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. If you're on a computer, just download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. And there you go. Follow the page so that you know when I go live. You can subscribe. The details are all there. If you subscribe, you get it with zero commercial interruptions because Twitch, which is Amazon, they put commercials in it. I don't. And um, that way it pays for uh, my usage of the platform. But if you subscribe with your Amazon Prime and you can link up your account with Amazon Prime, you have to do it every month. You get that for free. Or you can pay a few bucks a month and uh, take care of it that way. That's up to you. I talked about Patreon. I haven't mentioned, though, that there's also an audio version of this podcast. When I get done with this show, I make the audio available wherever you download show, uh, shows. I prefer Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the audio podcast. It shows up every day in your uh, little collections there. Not to mention, um, once you subscribe to that, you get all of the audio at your disposal Monday through Friday. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Very, very helpful. If you ever want to say hello, drop me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. All right. So I'll send you all on your way. Thank you, Facebook, X, and YouTube. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by TC Paintball. My God, it was a kid's day the other day at TC Paintball. If you have kids and they're like, yeah, I want to try paintball, but I don't want to get shot with a paintball. The Kids League is the way to do it. All the details are at tcpaintballgr.com because they use the low-impact weaponry, if you will. So it doesn't hurt, but they get all the enjoyment and fun out of playing paintball. You get shot during a regular paintball event, eh, it's going to leave a mark. That's pretty much a thing, but... Uh, the amount of fun you're having is ridiculous. There's nothing more exhilarating than a paintball game because you're like, oh, fuck. And you're trying to lay waste and you're you're just dropping some fire down on these guys. And then all of a sudden, one comes flying, hits you right in the mask. All of a sudden, you can't see anything but white. It's like a bad porno. Goddamn. We have an event coming up at TC Paintball. If you want to be there, you have to let me know. I need like a RSVP list. Right now, it's the 7th of December. This is going to happen on January 21. Paintball war. So paintball war number 23 happens on January 21 at TC Paintball. Let me know if you can attend. Book an event for your crew, your friends, your family, whatever. In Grand Rapids, go to tcpaintballgr.com. Indoor play. You don't have to worry about the bad weather. It's going to be fairly good um, today, tomorrow, and for part of Saturday. Temps in the 50s. So they'll be playing outdoors there. And then I think it's all going to go to shit. 
I think that Lions game is going to be a weather disaster because they're playing in Chicago and the weather's going to be just shit, like 30 miles an hour, 30 mile an hour winds and, uh, and, and rain. If you have a, a Jared Goff on your fantasy team, oh boy, I don't know. I do. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get into your mortgage today. Now, it doesn't matter where you listen. Anywhere in the U.S., you can get into that mortgage with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage, whether you've had many over the years, whether you're in a uh, in a home right now with a lot of equity because you've lived there for some time and you might need a little bit of that equity to pay off uh, something important. Take advantage of that by reaching out to Mario today, 231-332-6505. Starting to be some thawing in the interest rate market, from what I'm told. Uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage will roll out the red carpet for you, number one in the U.S. for a reason. Call them, 231-332-6505. New sponsor this week, Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. My God, Michigan's newest certified Yamaha golf cart dealer. These guys can do anything with a golf cart. Trick it out. My God, the paint scheme, the wheels, uh, you can make it better than your daily driver. Yamaha golf cart uh, golf carts are the absolute best in the business. Head over to Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan to see the selection. You can also check out their website, impactpowersportsmi.com for uh, all of the things that they sell. My God. It's uh, just a fun Power sports machinery. This is what you get when like you've got a little bit of property and you want to have some fun. I really have my eye on the go-karts and the dirt bikes. I used to uh, ride dirt bikes when I was a kid, just little 125s, which is my speed. Um, anything more than that now, and I'd probably break my hip. Uh, an ATV, golf cart, UTV, trikes, trailers, Mopeds and scooters, electric vehicles, electric bikes, a roadster if you want to look like a real cock. ImpactPowerSportsMI.com. Get pre-approved in seconds when you get uh, financing on any one of these fine vehicles that they have. And, of course, it says we don't just sell vehicles. We make family memories. They repair them as well. Financing, service, and parts. They have everything that you need for fun at Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. All right. Uh, I don't have time to break down what's going on, but I will before the end of the show with the uh, great food giveaway number four with tampons. But I do have 
a, uh, a lot to break down with that as to where we are. We'll look at the tote board, talk about new developments, that in moments. And I'm going to bring in Kyle from Dumpster Divers. First, though. Um, so we've done fairly well in not waking up Joe Martinez to come out of the woodwork with his annoying Michigan shit. He hasn't said a word. That means he's like punching himself out. Now he's here. He hasn't spoken. And then Aram on the chat writes, do they bow to no one? Which is what he's been saying for the past several weeks about stupid Michigan football. They bow to no one. Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you trying to wake him up? Everybody was doing fine. And then you, oh yeah, hey, I got to reference Joe Martinez so that he can start bombarding the chat with his Michigan bullshit. What, what a blunder. Why would you do that? And now look, Rich is another Michigan acolyte. He writes bet. Look, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, Michigan people are the most annoying on the planet. Dumb fuck Aram says, I didn't even know he was here. Uh, uh, I didn't know he was here. Yeah, just assume. You can very easily tell who's here. You just hit that little icon where it says users and chat. Everybody knows that. Why would you assume anything regardless, even if you couldn't? Why would you run the risk? Now he's going to fucking wake up and bombard us with all that bullshit. Um, all right, that's a, that's a nomination. You've earned a nomination right there. Dumbass. All right. Let's bring in Kyle from Dumpster Divers, see what he has to say, what's going on in his world. And, uh, Whoa, oh my God. Hey, how are you? Was that loud as fuck? Yeah, it was. It was. Hang on a second. I don't know why it is loud as fuck. I have no idea what's going on here. You'd think I'd have some type of idea. No, it's cool. I mean, hey, we've come a long way since all the uh, technical issues we used to have back in the day. Oh, I'm still having them. I just mask them differently, you know? <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, I remember we used to ha- we used to bring you in like via live stream and talk to your face. Yeah, yeah. Those are the good old days, man. I don't know what the... That was... Uh, what was that? A uh, restream. That was when you used restream back in the day. Yeah, and then you, you would like walk around the building trying to find some type of uh, uh, like good reception. Yeah, the fucking man. We tried, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, we did. We did the best we could. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, welcome in. How are you? What's going on in your world uh, since the last time we spoke? Oh shit! Just uh, just living life. Uh, <clears throat> Let me ask you this question. I was going to ask you this. Did you just do like not too long ago, like a Bernie Sanders impression? Because that was pretty fucking good, dude. Oh. um it, that was my impression of a lawyer that I used to work with named Jules. He kind of sounds oh, like oh shit. He kind of sounds, sounds like, like Bernie Sanders, dude. <laughs> he sounds like Charlie in the Box. Is how I I went with the. He sounds like Charlie in the Box from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. But oh, there you go. That makes sense too. <laughs> my Bernie is more like hello, hey, hello, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. 
How are yeah, you? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's I actually, that's sick, man. You could fucking you could get some people, dude. I swear you could do like prank calls and shit. I swear you could do it. Um, that is, I actually did um a couple years ago when he was running for president. Um, I I called some places where he was campaigning. Where like let's say he was showing up in Detroit, Michigan. Uh-huh. Uh, I would call like uh the pizza place. And say, hello, this is uh, Senator Sanders. How are you? Uh, fine, Senator <laughs> Sanders. How, how are you? Oh, my God, it's an honor. Fantastic. Look, going to be in town. I'm going to need some pizzas. And I would like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But I haven't done it in a while, so. Oh uh, yeah, I mean he's yeah, I mean hell, I, but back in whenever that was uh, when he first when he first like appeared on it, I mean he was already like eighty five or some shit right, like that. Right. So yeah, I mean people aren't gonna really know anymore because he's he's kind of like out of the mainstream. I yeah, feel like you know, and I like Aram in the chat says easy. You've been should been doing this. Uh, you should still de- keep doing these prank calls. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Maybe Man, that's that's good shit. I I mean I, well. I, I mean, it depends, I guess. You could maybe if you did a good enough one, you could like turn like the person you're pranking into a listener, dude. It's grassroots marketing, right. baby. Hey, uh, look, uh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. After I order the pizzas, I'm gonna be on this show called the Eric Zane Show podcast. Your fucking ass should be listening to that show. <laughs> Holy shit, Eric Zane! This is the greatest, one of the best impressions I've heard. I feel like <laughs> we could have Trump. We could have Trump call and have Bernie Sanders and Trump have a conversation about the fucking Democratic Party, you cocksucker. Oh, my God. So, you know, you absolutely, you know, as soon as we get off the phone, I'm going to be trying my Bernie Sanders accent after this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Yeah, well, that's cool. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed that. Maybe Maybe I will do something with it. You never know. But yeah, hell yeah. I hate committing to anything. If I commit to it, then that's the surest way that it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, hey, let me run this thing by you here. We had a discussion about this on the show. And uh, the idea here is when it comes to Christmas time, you have two scenarios. One where, like, the wife has, like, a whole bunch of things on a list that she wants for Christmas. Or you have a scenario where no list is involved. And the significant other, in this case, me or you, would then surprise her. What? How does it work in the Kyle household? Oh, Eric Zane, ah, this is actually, it's, it's been a long fucking journey is what it's been. Um, and we've ended up this year of is we're not going to get each other gifts, but we're going to like take like the gift money and put it in like a vacation fund because we've realized that vacations are always fucking good, but gifts, I, it's hit or miss, you know what I mean? Because I'm a, I'm a gift giver, baby. I, I, I'm a, just a giver in life, you know what I mean? I, I like okay. to, I'm like one of those people who's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm going to wrap this fucking thing up now i can't wrap worth a shit so okay i i'm gonna put it into i'm gonna scrounge it together into some wrapping paper and i love just watching people open the shit and then um you know like the reactions and shit so i'm into that but however i do it with like what i consider to be sentimental gifts which um i feel like there's some universal law out there which is the only person the person that you marry is not going to like the gifts that you think are sentimental so i would get like things that i thought would look sweet around the house like really like touching stuff like for blue like including like jameson and like the dogs and stuff but um she she likes to be in complete control of like the interior decor of the house yes yes what it looks like in there 
So all of the things that I have got that I got her over the couple of years are like they're just not used. So I'm like, you know what? Why why even fucking do it? So now we we, ag- we mutually agreed this year we ain't doing it. So that's where we have baby. Okay, so basically the cash that would have gone to it is now uh, let's go to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, or, or, or some whatever. shit like that. I, mean, yeah. I don't know about the Dominican yeah, Republic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, and then the kid, of course, is probably going to get a bunch of shit that he's going to j- play with once and just throw it away, right? Oh, oh, 100%. Let me tell you this fucking Eric Zane. I'm pumped, though, because this is, like, the first, like, so, like, last year, like, Jameson was, like, he was, like, you know, old enough to, like, realize, like, something weird was going on, but, like, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. But this year, like like I was telling you before, like, he, now he knows who Santa is. He knows, like, what the fuck's going on. So this is going to be, like, the first year where his little sentient being ass is going to be so fucking pumped about Christmas. Okay. So I'm pumped up, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. All right. I love that. That's good. And this is how you start your collection of shit that in a few years you're going to bring your own dumpster into the driveway and just throw that shit out. Oh, I know for sure. We actually got him um, a lot of gifts that are like, um, I don't know how you say it. Not so much like gifts, like like things so much as like, well, there's like some shit in there to help him learn about crap or whatever. But right. we got um, like, uh, we're getting like, uh, what are those fucking things called? Like a Nintendo Switch or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, because he like what he does and again i don't understand what the fuck kids are doing these days right but, um they're just like he just likes to watch um so he'll like sign on to youtube and watch like a four-hour video of yes. somebody else playing mario kart yeah so yeah, he's into mario kart he's into like mario party and like watching people play all that but so we're like we'll just fucking get him one and just yes. watch him kind of no. learn how to play it this shit. is this is a wonderful idea and this is and here's the reason why you get them all things that get them staring at a screen and no <laughs> and no sporting goods, nothing to actually play, so you don't have to play with them. And then they just stare in a corner, and they they bec- you don't have to even bother with them. There there is no more maintenance with the child. You're done parenting <laughs> at age three. It's fucking great. <laughs> no, no, we did we did get them shitloads of this kid is really into basketball ah. um, somehow. So um, we we've got we got him basketball related stuff like one of those little um, like those little hoops that you can put on doors and shit. So right. Okay. We got him. We got him one of those badass. Oh, he's gonna be fucking. He's just gonna be living the life. Well, dude. It, that's fine as long as they don't actually get interested in like team sports because then you got to go on a Saturday at seven a.m. to some asshole place. We're a bunch of asshole parents with their asshole kids, and and you hate yourself and want to hang yourself. Arizona, I've already, I'm, I've already. Did you? I don't even know if we talked about this. Did we talk about this. Um, fuck, whenever that was, we signed him up. I think it was this spring. Um, the spring that this happened, we signed him up for soccer. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, the motherfucker was like, uh, he was like shortly after two. He was like, like. Like young as fuck. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, Eric Zane. Well, it was like a bunch of a bunch of two year olds like trying to. I mean, they weren't really like playing soccer. You know what I mean? They're just like running around yeah. by a ball yep. and like the the coaches are like, oh hey, you know, do this thing over here. And like the kids are like whipping out their dicks. And, right. Like, nobody, oh yeah. Like, nobody. Yeah, the kids are not playing soccer. So I already had to go through that, and that was I was standing out there early in the morning, all cold as fuck, and just be like, this is fucking. Oh my god. This ain't right. No, I. I <laughs> I should be I should be uh, careful. My grandson plays soccer, but he's older. I mean, he's to a point where it's like pretty good. But when they're that right. young and every kid is a pile of shit, uh, it fucking sucks. 
I know. Yeah, that's it. And it's funny too because I've I've started thinking about it these days as like from like the parent situation. But like when I was a kid, um, you know, playing like YMCA basketball. So we're talking like you know like third, fourth, fifth grade or whatever. My dad, he would always be like on the side sideline or in the stands, like yelling, like like do that, yeah, like trying to like get me to do stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think back then I was thinking that he was thinking that I was doing shitty stuff. But I think that what I've come to realize is that he was like, no, 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 like all the other kids are very fucking shitty. So just be better than them. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so gotta, this, is, yeah, yes. this is what I'm, I'm, I'm learning now. Encourage rule breaking, cheating, punching. These are all important lessons to be learned by today's youth oh hell yeah for sure <laughs> okay so that's that's what you're doing i i went the route of see because diana is a lot like your wife because she my god it's it's just order giving and uh and doing what <laughs> what you're told bring up the decorations okay let's do the she decorates she's got so many goddamn snow globes you wouldn't believe it <laughs> um, and and then the tree and the decorating the tree. And then on Christmas day, she is in charge of passing out gifts. All right. You may open yours now. You know, it's like, Oh, she goes hard in the paint. Oh huh? my God. It takes like six hours to open all this shit. Uh, you know, I've got an, I've got an IV next to me with fucking intravenous fluid. So I don't dehydrate. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We used to have, when I was a little kid, we used to have quite the fucking setup where, uh, where like, my parents who would, you know, they're doing their thing. They're up late at night put, doing the present thing or whatever. But they're also, um, you know, like enjoying themselves. You know what I mean? Just having a good fucking time. And I'm talking about like, uh, you know, maybe smoking a couple of things or something like that. You know what I mean? And uh -huh. so uh -huh. they, did not, they did not want to wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? Like they did not, they were like, because we would wake them up, you know, fucking, I don't know, six o'clock or something. They're like, dude, yeah. like we just fucking got to, you know what I mean? Right. And then my, my older sister, like she was the one that was like, I, everybody sit down like we're doing one present at a time and like she would she would just be in charge of it and so we had quite the fucking you know what i mean you're right, you're right. it does yeah. take too long you know what it i mean let's does. just go fucking yeah. wild yeah you know? just rip we don't into need that to have everybody shit. watching us you know exactly uh, uh uh i'm sorry audience member aram suggests i tell you about this story um okay on the list diana's list you know um, one of the things is a, one of those Keurig coffee makers. I don't know if I told okay. you about this. I didn't tell you. About I don't this. think so. I buy the coffee maker. Uh, then the next day I, she calls me and says, Hey, can you help me bring in the groceries? I go, okay, great. I go in there. I open up the trunk. She's purchased a Keurig coffee maker. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, uh, she, she goes, yeah, well, Kevin wanted, uh, he just told me to buy a Christmas gift for me from him because he doesn't get out. And so she bought that. She bought the thing on the list. With, oh, fuck. So I go, oh. And she goes, oh, did you buy me one? And I go, uh, and I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm like totally caught <laughs> off guard. And she goes, oh, you did. You did. Um, well, let me see the one you bought. And I'm like, uh, okay. So they're not exactly alike. I don't know the difference, but she goes, Oh no, I like the one I bought better. Uh, yours is, uh, it's, it, she might as well have said, uh, it was so rude. She goes, Oh yeah, I'm doing it. And yours is a piece of shit. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. And she goes, yeah, well, well I can use yours in the camper when we go camping. I'm like, Oh yeah, basically. Aww. Yeah. I mean, talk about a fucking nightmare. So, but I, 
I didn't really bust her balls on it. But then uh, I I, uh, I didn't talk about this on the show. I, I told my daughter, Jacqueline, who she busted Diana's balls on it. And then Diana texts me and she goes, why did you tell her that? Now she's pissed off at me. I go, well, I don't know, dude. I mean, because it's a great story and God damn it. I, I, it's fucking stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? So, was that was it this, this year? Yeah, it was just the other day. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, this, this is a fresh cut. You're still wounded for <laughs> sure. I can feel it. <laughs> Man, that I'm that's here's the thing. So that I, I don't even, I don't even want to say this because the women that are listening right now are gonna turn against me. But like, yeah, there's something about women, dude. Like they the like w- like the joy of Christmas is only reserved for the children. Right. Like they're gonna they're gonna say some shit to you that's gonna cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those cuts are exactly how me and me and Blue ended up where we are. We were like, hey, let's just uh, let's just not do the gifts so we don't have to bleed out on the living room floor next right. to Jameson. You know they, what I mean? They just turn into 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 Hitlers. Okay. I know. And then to hit you with, hey, you know, I'll take your piece of shit coffee to, to, to the to the camper. You know what I mean? Like that's that's almost like that's like worse. That's like worse than returning it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got a young lady. I don't know if she's young. She says that's bullocks. So, <laughs> I don't, which I've always loved the term that term. That's bullocks. Bullocks. Which she, maybe <laughs> she's from. Maybe she's from uh, uh, across the pond. I don't know. If she is, please stay because I need more people yelling bollocks. That is sick. Yes. That is. Yeah. Do, do, maybe you do have some 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 UK listeners yes, going on over is. there. She, she just indicated she is from the UK. Stay here. We need you to tell your fucking UK friends about this Yankee asshole who is uh, talking shit about chicks during christmas okay you see now we finally got it in with the uk because that is so fucking sick dude. oh fuck yes so anyway as i was saying uh women are psychos on christmas that's what we were that's where we were going with this right yeah we're, we're sticking with it <laughs> we're sticking with it isn't it <laughs> ah, she follows it up with that's poppycock that's poppycock. That's a solid one. Bollocks, poppycock. <laughs> Fuck yes. All right. Um, okay. So there's that. I ended up, um, and it's uh, it, this is how it's been for me for this Christmas because I had that scenario. And then, so there's two more things left on her list. Um, one is called, uh, I, 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 had to, I didn't know what it was. It says Lululemon crossbody. I don't know what, what that fuck? is. Uh, well, now I found out. I'm going to tell you what it is. So, and then the other thing is, uh, is they're called mini Uggs. And I go, Uggs? Well, I've heard of Uggs, but I don't know what mini Uggs are. Um, so I go to Jackie. I go, hey, I'm going to buy uh, this, this Lululemon crossbody. She goes, okay, here's a link. I buy the fucking crossbody. It's like 80 bucks. <laughs> it's a purse. That it's oh, like a, fuck. it's a, it's a fanny, it's an expensive fanny pack, but it goes across. Did you, were you ever a safety when you were a kid? No, no, I was always like, what the fuck are these guys doing out here? I don't know why we just lost the uh, fucking audio. Anyway, yeah, um, the safety belt goes across their body, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, that's where the Lululemon crossbody goes. Okay, I'm I'm picking it up. Okay, and it just it's kind of like a purse purse attached to you. And Lululemon's a great brand; they make great shit. So I go, all right, I'm gonna buy this. It's like eighty bucks. And then, uh, so then 
she uh, she sends me a message. She goes, hey, um, did you buy the Lululemon thing? I go, yeah. She goes, um, uh, I go, uh-oh. Oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, what, what now? What, what the fuck is going on here? She says, can I give you the money for that? And I give her that. And I'm can like, I give, can I give you the money to give to your daughter instead? You're saying she wants to pay me what I paid so she can give my wife the Lululemon crossbody. Oh, your, your daughter was asking you that. Yeah, and I go, now, again, this is what I've purchased her, the Keurig. I purchased her this badass knife set that's got a sharpener built into it. Like, you just pull Ooh, nice. it. Yeah, it's really sweet. And then I got her the Lululemon crossbody because this is all her list. I'm like, I, I am a buy-the-book guy. If this is what you want, this is what you're going to get, and that's <laughs> the end sure. of it. So then I buy the crossbody, and then one minute after I buy it, hey, can I give her that? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I go, why? <laughs> and she goes, well, there's only two things on the list. The Lululemon crossbody and the mini Uggs. And the Uggs cost 150 bucks. And I don't want to oh, pay 150 so you bucks. Hit, you got hit with that so logic. She goes, yeah, she goes, I'm going to give you the $82 with tax for the, uh, the, the Lululemon. And then you pay for the Uggs. So Man. I'm... That's you got you getting yeah. handled by the, the fuck your, your whole family is just handling yes, you right yes, now, man. Just, is, is your son handling you or is he just being chill this Christmas? No, he's not because he's a he's a boy. <laughs> a, a, only a fucking crazy chick would do this shit. <laughs> man, that's fucking that's too much. You know what I mean? Like you should just tell your wife, like, listen, next year I'm just getting you a huge twelve inch dild and that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's, it's over after that. That's what we're doing every year from here on out. <laughs> So I, I go, all right. So she sends me the money and now she's going to give her that thing. And then I got to go and buy these mini Uggs, these, which is, those are like, as I understand, Uggs, but low cut. They're like, you know, they're the Uggs go up the leg. Right. Okay. These are more okay. lower. Okay. Very fashionable. So, yeah, I don't fuck it. You know, the, I don't know. I, I'm wearing shoes right now that um, my mom got me for Christmas probably five years ago. So I don't right. understand the whole shoe thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jessica in the UK said, you said yes? Like she thinks I should have said no to her and said, ah, fuck you. To, to my yeah, daughter. She wanted you to do a nice roundhouse to the face. That's what she wanted. Right, right. A little so, Jean-Claude, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't give a shit. It it, 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 whatever you want. It, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, Brandis says, aren't the mini Uggs sold out everywhere? Now that I don't know. Oh, fuck. This plot thickens. It does thicken. (laughs) It's unfolding as we speak. Oh, no. Okay. So if that's the case, we're going to have to figure something out. You're going to have to kill your daughter, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so that's that's basically how it's going on my end. Yeah, I hear you. And Eric's saying, I actually, here's the thing. I got, I got to tell you this story really quick because I just 
Okay, this is this is actually probably the funniest part of the story is that I just reminded myself of this story by talking about 12-inch dildes. Um, so I got to tell you this story real quick. And the, the next line I say is going to be very incongruent with what I just said. But so we went to my niece's um, like Christmas program like the other day. Yeah. Like at that church that's actually like right down the road from you. Oh, um, Fairhaven. Fairhaven. Yeah, yeah. So we went there um, like for like this Christmas, Christmas program, right? right? That place. And I'm like... That, I'm sorry, go ahead. that place holds more than like the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. It's like a, it's yeah, one of those mega ch- place, one dude. of those mega churches where everybody's having sex with each other and then they empty <laughs> empty their wallets and give it to some asshole preacher. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I, I don't go. I don't go there, so I don't. Really, I don't know. No. For some reason, the Christmas programs are there. I don't really know. Yeah, that that's where these on. these crazy wackos that where I live go to. Yes. Anyway, but so so yeah. So we show up and like I'm dreading it, right? Because like we this is it was day two for us. Like the one the day before that we had to go to um on my my nephew's Christmas thing, and then we had to do um my niece's Christmas thing. And so we're going to the Christmas thing. I'm dreading it. I'm like I'm already checked out. Like this is not going to be cool, right? Yeah. So anyways, um on the stage um as part of uh the class um there was like like a Down syndrome kid or whatever, which you know whatever that's chill, right? He's doing his thing up there no big problem but then at one point he started like grabbing at like his pants like he was trying to do something i don't know what he was trying to do maybe tuck his shirt and i don't really know what he's doing but he was talking about those pants hardcore and like i started to get nervous i'm like what the fuck's going on up there you know what i mean so now i'm now i'm there right like now i'm paying attention and he's like just going to town on those on those pants and then this lady like came and grabbed him and was like we're, get, we're fucking taking him off stage she's like so then it's like high stress right i'm like man this is intense and then what are these motherfuckers do they, they decide like okay at the very last the last song is like the kids aren't even gonna sing they're just gonna hold these light things like these things and we're gonna turn off all the lights and we're gonna flip on these tools that like are lighted right yeah yeah but anyways so- they turn the light off they light these things up these things look like a massive 12 inch white dildo with two <laughs> balls right on the bottom of it right so then you got like all these little kids like with like a hundred of these fucking things in the air and they're just like shaking the fucking shit out of them and stuff and i'm sitting there laughing my fucking ass off you know what i mean and like nobody else is i'd like i guess i'm the yeah. only one paying attention to yeah. this i don't really know but i'm like all these kids have huge 12 inch deals in their That's hand exactly and they're just fucking right. shaking them all over i'm like what's going on right now so does does the down syndrome kid come back do they like put him in his asshole or something what happened to him he did. He did come back at one point. I don't really know what was going, what was going on. Um, but that lady, that lady was equally as nervous as me that he was about oh. to whip that dick out. You oh, know right. what I mean? Yes. Either that and, or yeah. So he came back out, and then they they gave him, they gave him one of the twelve inch dildes too, and he was doing whatever he wanted with it. Okay. Guess, or but All right. the whole thing, it was just crazy to see Eric Zane. I bet. I bet. I love that. Oh my <laughs> god. And I'm telling you, if you could have thought you would have been like, okay, at the bottom of this thing, there's two circles, okay? Like, they look like balls, and then we got a long shaft that these kids are holding on to, and then at the top is, like, where the main light is, so it looks like the head of a yes, dick. And I'm yes. like, you tell me, like, in rehearsals, nobody, like, went up to the music teacher and was like, hey, like, maybe we don't do this light thing. It looks like these kids yeah, are jacking it does off it. these deals. It does. <laughs> That's remarkable. No one has the sense to think that, you know, this is going to, this could definitely catch fire. Oh, yeah, you know what I God. mean? But I, I guess it didn't. Like, there was no outroar the, or uproar. Like, nobody would notice it, I guess, except for me. But whatever. Maybe I'm just fucking crazy. No, I mean, <laughs> seriously, the right set of eyes on it. And then, you know, you post it online with some context. And uh, 
Next thing you know, you've got a fantastic moment in time that the world needs to see. I know. The only, the only downside is I wish I was in the front row to see if those fucking things had any veins on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. Well, we um, will conclude with our final thoughts. Our football team is the Detroit Lions. Uh, they are at Chicago this week. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I think I, I, Eric Zane, I, I got to feel good about it. You know what I mean? We, we beat them once already. It was, yeah, it was a little scary, but I think this time we can hopefully have a little better, like be like, Hey, you know, maybe we won't do what we did last time or something. And just cause last year, I think the first game we played in was pretty close. And then the second game, I think we beat yeah. them by like 31 points yeah, we or did. something like that. We had, so let's, let's, let's try to do that. Let's try to shove some fists in them. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that. I, I'm not convinced that they, um, well, they've been so inconsistent. And in fact, they could have lost the last four games very easily. So I know, I mean, that Saints game, that Saints game was a big fucking, I mean, we started out 21 zip and I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll just, uh, I'll flip off the TV and go lay down with right, uh, Jameson right. really quick. And then right. all of a sudden I flip it back on. I'm like, fuck dude, such a pile of shit. I hate that. Um, I can't, I can't hang when those, I shut them off. It's too stressful. I just, I'll, I'll do something around the house. I'll fucking pick, pick up the dog poo, uh, anything, anything, but watch that shit. I just can't do it, but I follow, I follow it, but it, it actually, I think it's going to give me a heart attack. It's too much, too fucking much. Nothing's easy with these sons of bitches. I know, I know, but you know, I'll fucking take it. I'll take the nine and three, I guess. All right. Kyle, you're the best. I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you very soon. All right. Love you guys. Deuces. Peace. There you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers making his presence felt yet again. How great is that? Okay. Let's see. There was a comment I wanted to let's see. Uh, Megan said, if mini Uggs aren't available in Diana's size, you can get her the Bear Paw brand. Plus, it's cheaper, too, so it would be an FU to Jackie. Well, <laughs> we shall see. I'll figure something out. Um, Joe Martinez says the Lions are going to lose, and then he wrote Thanksgiving. Okay, so he thinks they're going to lose. Uh. I think they're going to win, but it's not going to be easy. And if it is easy, I'll be so happy. I, I just want, like when they're winning 21 to nothing, if they would have kept it going and won 45 to nothing, I mean, that's all I want. I don't want any more of these fucking close games. Uh, before we continue with an update on the great food giveaway number four with tampons, uh, I would like to mention the aforementioned A and E heating and cooling. Now, the free furnace tune-up has been extended to the end of this month. You've got your furnace in your home. It needs to be tuned. It needs to be cleaned. It needs to be running appropriately. It should happen once a year. You should have this done. It's normal maintenance. A and E heating and cooling will do this literally for free. The energy company, DTE Energy, is offering this. Joe cleans, tunes your furnace, which is normally $79. When he's done, that's it. You just call, make the appointment. He comes up. 
He comes over. He does the work. He leaves. He then turns into DTE proof that he tuned your furnace. DTE pays him the 79 bucks. No money leaves your hands. It's fantastic. A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. Call today. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. That is the uh, place where the great food giveaway number four with tampons will take place. Uh, a fantastic charitable event where the audience, we all get together, we've passed the hat, and then we show up, if you like, for some fellowship, some hot cocoa, some coffee, maybe maybe a hot toddy. Isn't a hot toddy with some type of booze? I don't know. I don't drink. 616-532-6600. If you need your vehicle repaired at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They help the community uh, at least twice a year. With the car show, raises a ton of money, uh, most recently for Harbor Humane. And then, of course, the Great Food Giveaway is another charity event that they are behind. Thank you so much. And get your vehicles repaired there, 616-532-6600 for any type of vehicle repair to keep it running appropriately. This is not a body shop. This is uh, in charge. This is for everything mechanical on your vehicle. Even as simple as an oil change, get it taken care of at Irvine's. If you are in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, you're along 44th Street, just three blocks east of 131 is Stafford. That's where they are. Call them, 616-532-6600. I don't know about you, but I'm sitting up taller in my chair because of our lovely friend from the UK, Jessica, who is now going about her day. She says, I'm popping out. Shared your channel. Thanks for having me. I'm going to take my crazy woman ass out of here, she says, which is funny. Come back. Please follow the channel. Subscribe to it. And then we can chat again. And then we have a beloved soul in the uh, wonderful UK. So that whenever we can talk about anything about the royal family. I mean, where do you stand on the royal family? How do you feel about uh, Kate and Charles? Do you think that the king and the duchess are racist? I mean, because there's been all sorts of talk about them in that book that came out. uh, That Dutch version of the book. Where apparently that's the fucking thing. You know, that uh, those two were bigots to Harry and uh, and Megan over the color of the skin's kid, which is just horseshit. You have to have a feeling about that. You're right there. For the love of God. See, she says love Harry and Megan. Yeah, I'm team Harry and Megan too, because I, uh, that's fucking bullshit. You know, that's a that's a deal breaker right there. You're, you're pissed about the color of the kid's skin? Jesus, fuck. All right, you have a great day. She says it's bollocks! Bollocks! God, I love that. I just want to have sex with their accent. Oh, my God. Did I say color of the skin's kid? Ben Glaze points out in Eric Zane show podcast word scramble. I meant to say color of the kid's skin. Ben, pull that audio. We can have fun with that tonight. K 
Kenny says, I'm team who fucking cares on the so-called Royals. So you think it's okay for um, the King and the Duchess to be racist. I get it. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, that's on brand. I mean, you're in the South. You support slavery. We all know it. You love the Confederate battle flag. You've talked about that many times. You heard it right here. Kenny is happy that they were asking about the kid's skin color. He thinks that's appropriate. That's terrible. I can't believe you're such a you're such a nice guy, but then you you drop all that crazy racist shit on us. Ryan says Kenny is a big trumper, loves the idea of the border closing. Oh yeah, big time. We all know that. Chris says that many, many times Kenny has expressed his support of slavery. Now, I don't know about that happening many times. Kenny says to Chris, fuck you, man, and then gives Chris the finger. (laughs) I don't know what your problem is. Why are, why do you hate black people? <laughs> That's it. Consider yourself blocked. Hand hovering over the mouse of already unfriended you. Ah, already unfriended you fucker. <laughs> I fucking told you about that man. Oh, don't get me started. If we're in the realm of uh, not doing what we're told, uh, hello, pot. Say hi to Kettle. (laughs) Rich says, come on, Kenny. Support your inner racism. Look, I'm not the one who said it. You're the one who said that you don't concern yourself uh, with them. Or uh, whatever is it you said. Uh, I'm team who fucking cares. You wrote, I'm team who fucking cares on the so-called Royals. After I had just gotten done talking about how racist they are and how awful that is. And all you said was, who cares? So if I'm around, let's say it's me and two other people. And I may have a conversation with one of the guys. And I say, hey, man, did you hear about... uh, That Jason Aldean, he wants to lynch black people. And then the guy goes, yeah, I know, that's terrible. And the other guy goes, "Ah, who cares? That other guy is going to look like a racist. That's how it it goes. And then be like, well, what do you mean, who cares? Jason Aldean wants to go lynch black guys. Who cares? Huh? You You can't say who cares. You have to say, yeah, that's terrible. Megan says you can't call Kenny racist because he doesn't care about the Royals, you twats. All right, well, it seemed like he didn't care about the fact that the king and and the duchess were asking about skin color. That's all. That's what it seemed to me. I'm just, it's context, you know? Joe says Kenny said it. He doesn't care about racism. He said, wait a minute. 
I don't think Kenny said I don't care about racism. Kenny says, fuck you too, Joe. And then Aram says that Aram says, quote, he said, fuck the Royals, which would include fuck the racists in this context. Well, that's what I was getting at. That's how I opened up this can of worms. You know, every time occasionally, you know, there's a little bit of something will seep out of a comment like that. Most people have to be careful about what they say. As you know, I'm very particular about the words that come out of my mouth to make sure that no one gets the wrong idea about me. I mean, the last thing I would want is to say something and you all to have some type of um, thought process that has you judging me for something that I've said. I've never really um, dabbled in that realm. I've always been very sure to avoid saying things that could um, make me look bad. Nate says you can call Kenny racist because it pisses him off and he wigs out. Well, I, I don't know about that. It doesn't seem like he's pissed off to me. Uh, Ashley says, Kenny is racist and you are a pedophile to me. She's calling me a pedophile. I think that needs to come out as, uh, hey, fuck you. I love you. Oh, my God. You're so great. I love you. Fuck off. Kenny's a racist. Fuck you. And you're a pedo. Uh, Chris wrote, okay, now it's fixed. Kenny wrote, or Chris wrote, stupid autocorrect. What I typed was many, many times Kenny has expressed his hatred of slavery. Kenny wrote to Chris, if you're serious and that's what happened, okay then, thank you. Kenny's so dumb that all you need to do is say it was autocorrect and he'll believe you. Like I could say, oh, yeah, that was autocorrect on what I was saying. I meant to actually say the opposite, but because of my autocorrect on the podcast, I said it wrong. Well, that's better. I thought so. That sounded a little not so kosher if you, ow, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Aram says, Kenny, my com, my comment was in your defense. Eric doesn't, Eric just doesn't understand how to read. I read it word for word. Aram wrote, he said, F the Royals, which would include F the racists in this context. I didn't read that any different. Are you saying I understood it wrong? Oh, no, no, no. You're right. He said, fuck the Royals. So that would mean he's saying, fuck the racist. But the way it came out to me was, 
He doesn't care about racism. That's why I said you have to be careful. Ben Glaze says, I meant to say Kenny's a great guy, but it auto-corrected to Kenny's a racist. Yeah. I know. That was an accident. Kenny says, you can joke about my weight and my accent all you want, man, but accusing someone of being racist and supporting racist is not funny, motherfucker. I know. Florida man says, I thought Kenny owned slaves and he thought the Z-Speed mobile mechanic guy was his slave. He says, oh, damn, my autocorrect got fucked up. He wrote, fucked you too. Yeah. He meant to say Kenny's a nice guy, but the autocorrect fucked it all up. Ryan says, the truth is we haven't heard from Kenny in a long time. I'd love to hear him via the phone. No, no, it's all, it's over now. The bid is done. I don't want to make him any more pissed off than he is right now. For fuck's sake. I didn't even know how we got on this topic. I was thinking I was saying goodbye to that nice lady from the UK. And then he, he chimed in. I think that's how it unfolded. Look. Let's move on. I want to update the great food giveaway. Um, Now, I know, okay, one person is going to want to jump in, but I've got this. Don't worry. I'll take care of everything. I'll remember everything. I did see that text. I'm speaking in code. I know. Um, But at the start of the show, The previous 24 hours or so had netted us uh, one person who threw $25 our way. Thank you very much. Initials JK. I appreciate you. Uh, That put us at a total of $3,259.52. $3,083.80 of which will go to food. Turkeys, cans of vegetables, bags of potatoes, uh, jars of gravy, packages of dinner rolls, and pumpkin pies for dessert. A Christmas meal. The extra amount, $175.72, believe it or not, is going towards tampons. Thus, great food giveaway number four with tampons. People drive up to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV um, on December 21st. That's a Thursday. We have the bo- the food boxed in individual boxes. One hundred, A wall of food. We pull up, open the trunk, put the food in the car. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Do you need any tampons? Like legit, we're buying tampons because... There's been a lot of talk about this, how um, for folks who are less fortunate, uh, thank you to Kenny for that uh, term because I was saying underserved, underprivileged, but it just sounds better with less fortunate. I think it works with all of them, actually. 
Um, you see, I'm trying to compliment Kenny and calm him down. It's just a joke. Everything's fine. Relax. You're going to be okay. Everybody knows that you're not a racist. Um, you want some tampons? So $175 that now tampons are about $7.99 for a large box of super absorbency Tampax. Uh, $7.99 plus tax. I added the tax and I came with, we have money for about 21 boxes of tampons. Uh, Dr. Jim Barry, I forget where Jim Barry is. I think South Carolina. He's sending me like a, a big box full of tampons. So I'll be bringing those from Dr. Jim Barry. He's the doctor of a bunch of things. He's one of those doctors that I cannot believe how many initials he has after his name. Dr. Jim Barry. I'm going to see it. Okay. It says ATC comma SCAT, which goes, spells out scat. He's an NREMT comma and an ITAT. Then it has an NPI number. I don't even know what the fuck that is. This guy used to be a like, uh, I think he was some type of uh, athletic trainer or team doctor for Michigan sports back in the day. So he gets butt hurt when I attack Michigan fan. It doesn't seem like the doc is annoying though. Like the typical dumb fuck Michigan fan. Anyway, he's sending six box of tampons and six boxes of pads. He said, I know you don't like receiving stuff. Is this okay? For this, yes. Of course you can send them to me. <clears throat> Otherwise, he was going to send them to Irvine's, but I'll, I'll have them. Okay. Then, as the show starts, uh, by the way, Ashley says, no, no, no. Tampons are like $13 for 18 of them. The NIT is a narcotics prescriber number. Joe Martinez gives me the finger because I said Michigan fans are annoying. Right on cue. I'm the guy that says Michigan fans are annoying, and then he he does annoying shit. I mean, it's just like he doesn't... He's like, okay, it's time for me to be annoying. He gives me the finger, says we bow to no one, then he says, we are Michigan, go blue. He thinks he's on the team. Then he talks about Harbaugh breaking them nuts. And then he says, us against the world and bet. And then he says, go blue. Do you have any more of these dumb things that they say to be annoying? All this does is makes you, I mean, you can't hurt me. But all these poor people have to be um, annoyed by you.
That got him going. Aram before did not get him going. Uh, Kyle says Michigan is like the Borg. Resistance is futile. I guess Kyle is a Michigan fan too. So is Rich. He's an asshole. Ben Glaze says roll tide. Now I want Michigan to win that game. I do. Despite all of you idiots. All Michigan fans are assholes. But I like the team. And I want Michigan to beat Alabama because Alabama fucking screwed Florida State with that bullshit. All right. So go blue, beat Michigan, but Michigan fans can suck my asshole. Isn't that weird? I want Michigan to win, but all of these dumbass fans, uh, I want their TVs to blow up so that they can't watch the game. Short time ago, I got a text from Megan. And she has informed me that Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid is donating, wait for it, wait for it, to buy all the tampons and anything else we need, $1,000. Boom. $1,000. Oh, my God. We now have 38 people who have donated to great food giveaway number four with tampons. Breaking news! How awesome is that? Breaking news! Oh, I've never seen that before! Thank you so much. My God. Okay. Um, that's so impressive. I don't even know where to begin. Um, that's a lot of tampons to buy. How much did uh, uh, $18 that we said? No, $13 for 18 So let's just do some math. Uh, 1000 plus the 175 that we had and 72 cents divided by 13 that is 90, 90 boxes of tampons plus the 12 that we get from Dr. Jim Barry. We now have 102.44 boxes of things so that life isn't so difficult for those less fortunate. Um, let's not end it there, though. Let's keep it going. Okay, let's keep it going and see how high we can make this by the time we are all said and done. Okay. Because these can be given away anytime. If we don't give them all away, we can very easily donate them to like a women's shelter. You know, you get people coming in there and uh, that's, that's, that's something that is well worth um, time and money. Any, any type of um, facility where uh, abused women um, have to go in their time of need. So there you go. Hold on. I, th I think I saved that weird. Let me do that again. Okay. Yeah. Let me. God, 
What an asshole. There you go. Uh, Ashley says you could donate the tampons on flying laptop day to the women's shelter. Megan says we will have an, uh, enough to go around. We want to give people more than one box if we can. Sure. One pack of tampons pads is sometimes not enough for even one month. Yeah, that's good. We'll give them all away there then. Yep. Um, so, you know, some of you ladies, um, you know, you give them away and you might have to ask, are you a heavy flower? And if that's the case, you give them as many as they want. I, I they fill the whole fucking car with tampons. I don't give a shit. The Tyler Glenn show just raided with a party. Now that's fantastic. A little bit of background. I've never been raided before, by the way. This is the first time in years that I've been doing the show that I've been raided. The Tyler Glenn show is out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Tyler was on the radio for years in that neck of the woods. And then, uh, well, radio being radio pulled the rug out from underneath him. Okay. And then he doesn't have a job anymore. We both. And then, well, um, this happened and I'll let Tyler explain this. That is very sweet of him to, uh, send folks that listen to his show over to here. We both had seen and talked to Eric Zane. And I remember after his speech going, God, if someday we come back from conclave and they say, here's the door, here's your off ramp. That's a guy I want to remember. And then COVID hit and Don Collins called me after I had parted ways with my company. And when he said, you know, you should come on to Twitch. I thought, Eric Zane, I'm just going to give him a call. And well, it was an email first because I thought he probably won't return my call because he had completely taken his show to the next level is doing very, very well. I sent the email. I got an email back instantaneously going, dude, if you're going to do this, I will help you every step of the way. I am in your corner. This is going to be great. You're going to knock this out of the park. And that's where part two of my journey started. The Sound Off Podcast. Tyler's awesome. So is uh, Matt Kundal who did that interview uh, with Tyler, and then my name came up. Thank you very much for that. Uh, he's awesome. I hope you all had fun there. How are things in the great white north? Winnipeg, Manitoba is fantastic. God damn. Thank you very much. Yeah, If you don't know, this show, I swear like an asshole. So this might not be for you. Okay, it, it's pretty loose-lipped here so if you can put up with that you'll probably like my show plus as you can see i am uh wearing the colors of a hockey team that's looking like a playoff team this year playoffs that's exactly right the red wings are third in the east which it's been a while uh it looks like um, Patrick Kane is going to make his debut tonight. So that is, that is I'm anxious to see how that fucker is going to do. 35 years old, uh, hip surgery. We shall see. But uh, the wing's sitting pretty in the uh, in the Atlantic division. Um, 
just uh, shit six points back from the Bruins in the division. And uh, I take it back. They are fourth in the conference. How are the uh, how are the Jets doing this year? They're in the West, aren't they? Winnipeg. Wait a minute. Where the fuck are they? I guess I don't know where they are. Do they still have a team? Senators. Uh, okay, they're sixth in the West. They're not bad at all. 14, 8, and 2. You need, you know what we need? We need a uh, a Stanley Cup actually for a Canadian team. It's been a long fucking time. I mean, if it's not going to be the Red Wings, I would want it to be Montreal, Toronto. Uh, that would be, or that that's first, you know, Montreal or Toronto. And then you can look at Calgary, Winnipeg. Um, who else are there? Are there any more than those? Calgary, Winnipeg, Montreal, and Toronto. Are there any other Calgary? Uh, Canada teams, even? God damn. I need to brush up. Edmonton. Oh, fuck yes, the Oilers. Okay. So that's, uh, I really am happy. Megan, thank you so much. You and your mother and your father are wonderful people uh, for making this go around on the great food giveaway, number four, with tampons, uh, as we are helping folks. I will be in Ottawa. God damn it. Vancouver. I'm forgetting all these teams. Megan says, I'm, I, it's mostly the parents. I just get the credit. Thanks. Well, you're still part of the machine. Your lovely face shining there brings in a ton of business as it is. That's awesome. Um, okay. So what was I going to say? Um, I forget now. It doesn't matter. I'm out of time anyway. Let me wrap up with this. Uh, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay. Um, boy, when it comes to your current setup, if you get your insurance from your employer, great. Take advantage of that. It's next to nothing out of your pocket. Very little comes out of your paycheck. Sometimes the boss will pay for all of it. But if you want insurance for your family, uh, you're going to be paying quite a bit. And you have to go with the policy that the company gives you. Um, you give you get a few options: good, better, best, bronze, silver, gold. But that's it. Wouldn't it be fantastic if you paid a lot less for your family and you got to choose from dozens of different insurance companies for the right policy that is more customizable for your family? That is an option now this year with healthcare.gov. In the past, you couldn't do this. If you were offered employee employer insurance, you had to take it for the whole family. Not anymore. You can take advantage of the employer insurance. The rest of the family can get insured through healthcare.gov. And the premium, the monthly premium that normally would come out of your paycheck, the government pays a good portion of it through a um, tax-funded subsidy. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's like free money. As long as your earning is under a certain threshold, you don't have to pay the tax subsidy back. 
So what you pay for that policy is a fraction of what you would have paid through your employer. I hope this all makes sense. To explore this, you got to call Frank. Reach out to him at buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. Because there are steps that you have to go through to see if you qualify for this. Like if you make too much money, it's not, it's not a good idea. If you don't make too much money, you don't hit that threshold. And the threshold's very high. I don't hit the threshold. Um, then you, you get to take advantage of that. That's what it's set up for. Uh, Frank is a licensed insurance agent slash broker, and what you do with him is free. It doesn't cost you any money. So reach out to Frank, get more info, and have a chat with him and mentioned that I sent you, please. Finally, Grand Rapids Gold Basketball is tomorrow night. $2 beers, $2 dogs. It's going to be fun. A college night atmosphere at the Grand Rapids Gold game. Our first $2 beers, $2 dogs. Uh, cannot wait. Get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. You are going to love G League basketball. So much fun. The athleticism. These players are hungry. Not only that, since it's $2 beers, $2 dog nights, we attach to this. We attach to this. It's college night. So you cheap bastards that are broke, look at that. You're going to get in for five bucks and then you're going to get $2 beers, $2 dogs. Look at this bro. He can't wait to get another beer. Look at him. If you had waited one second after this photograph was shot, he barfs in the seat. $2 beers, $2 dogs, $5 ticket. What are you waiting for? Goddamn. Uh, if you want to sit closer, it's 12 bucks, but there is not a bad seat in the house at Van Andel Arena. $5 beers. I'm sorry, $5 tickets, $2 beer, $2 dogs, Grand Rapids Gold. I will see you there. Come see me down at courtside. Your drunk ass needs to say hello. Joe Martinez says, maybe I'll go. He says, are they going to throw pucks on the ice? Maybe I'll go. Um, Megan, not Megan, pardon me. This comment, I'm unemployed right now from Ashley. Anyone want some feet picks? Wait a second. Weren't you, didn't you have a job, uh, with space force? That's new information. I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you are okay. Megan suggests a dog washing business. I, I, I need updates here. What's going on? She says, I didn't do anything. My rockets are finished until January. So you don't work till January. I, I don't understand. Well, whatever. I'll just take your word for it. I'll get the Reader's Digest version momentarily. Ryan says, did she work for Space Force? 
She says, no, my contract is over. I didn't get fired. I'm just done with that project. So, yeah, she does work for Space Force, and she sells rockets. She's the rocket sales team at Space Force. That's true. Every part of that is true. Uh, Rich says, what's the link, Ashley, asking for a friend? He would want you to say, he's suggesting that he wants to see your feet. Now, I've seen Ashley's feet because she's one of these people who sends a picture of her feet like over the water while she's got like a drink in her hand. And um, they're horrible. Uh, I mean, most feet, most lady feet, I'm, I like that. And, but I, it's like, um, did you ever see the movie, the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? Have you ever seen the feet of like Bilbo Baggins or, or Frodo, Frodo, Frodo Baggins? Oh, they've got like weird bones sticking out of the side of them. I didn't know that a woman can have that arthritic of a foot uh, in her late 30s. Horrible. My God. Ryan says not to mention the fungus. Holy shit, the fungus. It's true. Okay, asshole of the day today. Yesterday it was Ron DeSantis. <sighs> Who is it going to be today? Do we have any suggestions? I told you no more jokes about that. Cross the line. Shut up. Idiot. Um. I don't know. It's got to be. It's a tough one. Got a lot of uh, small little nominees. Ryan nominates Michigan fans. Nah, that's kind of a known thing. It isn't really standing out. Um, unfortunately, it's it's got to be uh, Darla uh, eating the Christmas ornaments. That's that's just too much for me to bear. That is your TC paintball asshole of the day. Darla is there. She is doing it uh, after shitting out the little Santa, the little tree, the little reindeer. Um, all right. That is my time. So appreciative of you for being here to check it out. I'll join you on the Patreon. A little bit later on. Have a good one. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye.